think of um remember the show love is on uh on yeah. oprah oprah network i, I was so that. tight when they canceled that show i, I was kind of tight that it got canceled too but i was kind of like i expected it because mm. I, it, it's it's weird i expected it because like when i found out about the accusations i right. wasn't surprised it's okay. not to say that I like you know 100% like it, it could have been like I feel like there was some level of truth to it whether it was yeah. 100% like true or not mm-hmm. but it was starting to like be exposed in the character right, right. like the the, con- the manipulation the the just all of it was being exposed through the character and I'm just like like the whole time I'm just like she really standing for this? Hey, man. <laughs> it, it, was, it was quality TV but I it say was, that yes for sure I say that because there was a I forgot which you know episode but there was a point where they defined what love was that I never even thought about mm-hmm. where love is being that front row um, perspective of that person's life mm-hmm. ideally and that's which that's what I'm aiming for like mm-hmm. I want to be I'm going to be your cheerleader I'm going to be your support system but I, I got to know what you want to do that's pretty much it and that's good too because like even outside of the relationship aspect like people in your life in general I forgot I don't remember if this was on a podcast episode or if it was just a regular conversation I was having that it matters who you keep around you Mm -hmm. friendship or otherwise because think about Ja Rule the when 50s when 50 got was it 200 seats in the front of his his concert so nobody would show up think about that in terms of your life like the people who you are allowing to be front and center in your life Mm. like depending on the kind of people they won't show up for you when it matters most because you know if if they're not those kind of people and that's why you have to scrutinize especially in a relationship like that's a lot more intimate than any friendship on on many levels so if you got somebody that's not around for you and then this is a big moment of your life and then that whole 200 seats is empty because you got somebody that's not around for you that's mm. gonna sting stuck like that's chuck man. for real gonna sting but then on top of that having your own life having your own friends too because i know for myself i'm I'm in a lot of circles mm-hmm. so i'm gonna need somebody that's able to be like that chameleon with me mm-hmm. to um hop in and out those circles on any given time and at the same time uh, I'm gonna have. I have my own set of friends. I would like for you to have your own set of friends. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to cling on to my friends because if it don't work out, they rolling with me. <laughs> Wait, what you about I to just, do? I just had this conversation too. Even like again, as far as friendships go, too, it's like if I if I lose a friend anybody that came with you take them like i will i will literally go through and unfollow everybody on social media that i became friends with through you because i don't do custody battles like if i didn't bring you into the friendship i'm not trying to take you like and i'm not even going to be trying to like you know converse with you on the side because 
even though I know my intentions wouldn't be anything nefarious, it wouldn't be to try to get that person mad, it's gonna come off that way. So right. to prevent all of that, you take your friends, I'll take mine, yeah. we good. All right. We, good. we had our fun, <laughs> and now it's time to go. It's, that's real though. Like I had a, I had a friendship where, like I had a, it was a relationship that ended, and this was years ago, but then I realized that the friends that I brought, they were trying to lock on to that. And I'm just like, first of all, he don't, he ain't, he ain't do nothing for you. Right. He not nothing to you. Right. So if you want him, y'all can go and be friends and I'm going to just go over here and do me. Right. And so I'll let him all go. Right. And it wasn't, it wasn't to be petty. There was like a lot of sus activities happening with that. Like mm-hmm. just conversations being had about me that shouldn't have been had about me. And, you know, just very manipulative so right. I was just like y'all can y'all y'all can be friends <laughs> the casualties of war y'all man. can be friends That's, cause yeah. I don't really want any y'all at the end of the day right. so but yeah that's real yeah man and just thinking about like just who are you without me mm-hmm. that, that's that's just what it comes down to like cause you're a reflection that's what I believe you're a reflection of me in this relationship I'm a reflection of you so I know I'm trying to bring my best people gonna see me they're going to ask about you. People going to see you. They're going to ask about me. So it's like, I need you to be present yourself at your best and know who you are. Mm-hmm. And that, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what everybody believes as far as relationships go. But like even going back to submission, I feel like submission is twofold mm-hmm. because I don't feel like it's the woman submitting to the man. All right. I feel like it's. It's like deeper. E- exactly so like um you mentioned like spiritual beliefs Mm -hmm. like you are supposed to be submitting to the god in that person Mm -hmm. so it's not just the man that's supposed to be representing god supposed to be the woman too right god is in this relationship yes so that means the man is submitting to the god and the woman just like the woman is submitting to the god and the man and that goes back to the two becoming one concept Mm -hmm. so if the aim isn't that that's where the conflict is that's why you know, outside of, you know, men who are demanding that submission, but not, you know, worthy of it. Outside of that, even the the relationships that still aren't perfect, but, you know, have enough to kind of work with. There's a lot of issue in that because the goal isn't oneness. It's and or it, it's not enough about the oneness. It's still, you know, and it's not to say we become one and I don't have my own personality. I don't have my own, you know, it's it's intention it's you know i'm not gonna do this to you because it's gonna hurt me and that's how it's supposed to be Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna try to be my best to you even if you're getting on the nerves and so it's it's that that give and take that constant give and take that that balancing consistently and that takes a lot of energy and a lot of effort and that's why it doesn't happen enough because it takes it takes you know it's the people still thinking about themselves as individuals in ways that you know they they should be thinking more you know like-minded and in, in, in unison exactly and then not wanting to put that energy into somebody else even though that somebody else is literally like the other half of them right. in a way and it's just sad because it's like it, it, could, <laughs> it goes back to it could literally all be so simple but again Shout the ghost face you, <laughs> you have people going into things without a full understanding of what they're getting out of it what they're expected to give into it you know just any of that any of the and it's all preliminary stuff like mm-hmm. this is stuff that you should realize and i i keep saying to myself i can not even just to myself i keep i keep saying 
I don't want, like, I'm not girlfriend material. I don't want a relationship. I'd rather be friends with somebody for years and then you realize out of nowhere that, you know what? Because I feel like in a real <laughs> friendship, mm-hmm. you would you would kind of unpack all of that. Anyway. Right. But then when you think about, you know, the people that want to sample everything beforehand and stuff like that, that's, that's it, it makes it different. And that's what makes it look weird on that, on the outside. But I don't know. I don't, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. I don't want to deal with the whole what relationships have come to be because yeah. I realize there there are not a lot of people who think of it in in terms of what they can give mm-hmm. there are not a lot of people who think of it in terms of an end goal like of of like perfect unison right. and granted I don't believe there's anything like I don't believe perfection is real, but it's not to say you still can't strive for to do better every step of the way, just a little bit better each time. Mm -hmm. And if that's what your goal is, you get pretty damn close to perfect and not enough people are even looking in that direction, let alone getting there. So perfect is perception, really. Exactly. Perception based. So So, I just it's. It's a sad, sad time <laughs> for, for relationships, for love, for women, and, and for some men. Remember that thing that you reposted? What was it? Um, something about these the women that James. <laughs> Bro, these cannot be the same women out here. At- Maybe it's me. These cannot be the same women out here that Jaheem was talking about. You be you should be putting first. I'm. That's just from my perspective. You know I don't what's know. What's funny though? What's funny to me, and I'm like I'm really like eager to get more people's perspective on it, is that there are a lot of men who feel like that, but then there are a lot of women who I even know, like on a personal level, who have those qualities like those better qualities so i'm like i know enough women like this all right they're they're out there definitely oh for sure so but then there are women who and i can't say that i know a lot of guys who are you know quality i don't Mm -hmm. i I really don't but um there are a lot of women saying the same thing yeah so i'm just like if there's mad dude that that means there's something off that means there are some women screaming this that aren't deserving of saying it and there are some men who shouldn't even be speaking that are saying these things or that there are a bunch of women who are worthy of you better know, yes and just as many men right. and there's like that connection's not happening it's um, one of them life things um i mean we um, gotta we gotta solve we'll figure it out i'm like i am strangely thrilled about being on the outside of it to the extent that I have been like (laughs) like, and it came with self-awareness there was that point in time where that was something that I strived for like the relationship because that's what I was taught to strive for Mm -hmm. and then I got to a place where I I realized just how big my life was outside of that and so it became it, it was like it became this exclusive thing that I wanted to res- like preserve that I wanted to reserve for only the best. Cause like right. I'm putting, I'm like, <laughs> think about, think about like a bank account or something, something you're investing all your money into, like all your money. Right. You're not just going to share that with just anybody. Mm. You're not, you're not, you're not even going to want anybody to know about it. Right. This is how I feel about myself at this point, because everything that I do, even the, the, the energy that I give out, the things that I create, the things that I'm building, I'm putting all of my energy into this. My, right. my, t- like, 
working jobs, making money to put into this, putting like, you know, putting all my spare time into this, putting all my energy into this in some form or fashion. And it's just like, don't even look my way. (laughs) That's how protective I am of it. So it's like, even when guys come and I'm just like, you might be decent. Let me see what you're about. Like, I don't even wait for the red flag to wave (laughs) one full time. It's just like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. And sometimes I feel like that might be my downfall. It might be, it hasn't happened yet, but I'm good with it for right now. Of course. Because like, I realize that I deserve options. And I don't even, I'm not even the The best options at that. And I'm not even the type of person that likes options. Like give me too many options. I shut down because I can't choose. And I think that's where I'm at, like where I shut, I can't choose because nothing feels like everything feels premature. Mm -hmm. And it's not to say that someone has to be perfect. It's not to say that I think I'm perfect. It's like my, where I'm at right now, like, like your starting point, like that, that point of connection, it's, there's no, it's not a match. So where you're at right now versus where I'm at right now. And it's, it's never to make anybody feel like less, but it's just like, if our goals don't align and if you're not actively pushing in the same direction, that's not to say you have to push in the same direction, but for me, that's what I require because then I'm the woman. So I naturally take on that supportive role in, in whatever instance. So I'm, if, if I'm supporting you and we're not moving in the same direction, I'm taking away the energy that I could be putting into myself in my direction. But if I'm supporting you and we're moving in the same direction, I'm essentially supporting myself. And that's how I see it. So anybody that doesn't align, it's just like, I can still support you as a friend from a distance, but I'm not going to sacrifice much to make that happen. Of course. And then if you're not moving in the same direction, I'm going to do with you in that kind of way because the energy that I got, I'm going to have to put into you. It's we're going different ways. All right. So those can't get mad at the job requirements. As long as you express it, you can't get mad at that. And it's about honestly, for me, it's about the conversations not being had. Oh. Like even with even again, it's not even. So obviously there's the the sociopathic men who hate rejection so much so that they will rather hurt you than to take an L but then they're the guys who kind of they, they get it so you can have the conversation you can tell them like okay this is just not what I'm looking for and then get to breaking that down because they're you know outside of ego outside of pride outside of that that feeling rejected they want to understand All right. and so I'm I'm cool with breaking it down I'm cool because it's for me it's never I don't get anything from rejecting somebody right. it doesn't fuel me to, to watch somebody feel like you know bad about themselves because they feel like they don't measure up right. like it does nothing for me yeah. so I don't aim to be negative about it it's just Look, what it is critique me on my I, I came wrong I but what I need to do and that's Help how it me should out. be All on right. both ends right. but um no nah, there's just there's just not enough <laughs> there's not enough communication not um, enough comprehension when there is communication not right. enough people who are self-aware not enough people who who require self-awareness from another person and it's all necessary like you have to you have to be willing to give what you require but you also have to be willing to expect what you are building you know what you are building for yourself you know what you are requiring of yourself you have to expect that on the other end or you will you will sell yourself short a Um, lot of these relationships really is just coming down to conversation communication and and a fear of being alone (laughs) oh 
that but just <laughs> com- i was gonna say communication and sacrifice like that's that's the basis level so if y'all both practicing that you could go a long way no i think there's honestly I, i've seen even it's it's kind of scary because it's young people too it's young people who you would think like but young people mm, don't really know that well no so i'm like you have enough time you have time to figure well yeah. essentially you have time to figure it out but they're like like uh, like settling for toxic relationships like toxic not even just oh you're not the best for me like super toxic relationships right. like out of fear of being alone and I'm just like yo you're like 20 cast me forgetting you don't have to be here <laughs> you it's can optional. leave like, <laughs> this it's this is voluntary crazy. it's crazy to me like just seeing I'm just like yo if you're like that now I could I don't want to imagine you at 40 when that that loneliness really starts sinking in when it would start sinking in because if these are the relations you know you could either actually stay in that same toxic relationship all these years but then by 40 you're probably you know looking for an out but then you feel even more stuck because you've literally been in it too long and you can't see an out or you're in and out of relationships and you know nothing's you know nothing that can sustain you mm-hmm. and so by that time you just you just looking for somebody to die with they don't they don't gotta contribute nothing to your life they just gotta be breathing and around and that's super super dangerous like i see i've seen that that ain't mm -mm. Mm -hmm. nope don't want to do it i guess that's what honestly that for me personally that's why i'm so okay with taking my time absolutely i'd rather get it right the first time or as close to right as possible than to, you know, rush into something so I could have somebody to flex with on the internet and then... <laughs> nah, I literally just told somebody, one of my friends just the other day, like, you looking for this forever person, so why, what you rushing for? Exactly. Like, yo, forever is going to start when y'all get together, so why are you Forever rushing? is forever, like... <sighs> but let's get back to what I'm looking for. <laughs> oh, you got more? I got more. Okay, let's go. Um, so another quality is presence that really can't be taught, but that's essentially like what, um, like, how do I feel your energy? How do I receive your energy? Mm-hmm. Like if you come in a room and I'm not even, I, my back is to you, you come in a room. Do I even know you're there? Mm, that's real. That's next level. Yeah. Like, I don't think a lot of people would fathom that because they can't even get the basics of it, the accountability aspect of it, the comprehension aspect. That's next level. Because I don't even, <laughs> like, just me, per- I don't like, you know, loud people. I'm not a loud person myself. I don't mm-hmm. really like, you know, loud, need all this attention. But, like, if it's effortless, like, then it's like, oh, okay. That's real. And oh. just, like, how do you bring out your personality? Mm-hmm. So... Like I, I even heard on another podcast they, was, <laughs> they said dating today is literally like NCAA recruiting. <laughs> like you always trying to figure out what is going on with this person for the longest time before they commit. Mm-hmm. And like me for real, I really do that. Like I'm really like before I even put myself out there, I've already like, you know, asked about you. You know, did the deep dive on the social media, <laughs> um, trying to you know just trying to figure out some things. Like mm-hmm. a, a key thing, even when, whenever we get together, like I'm always asking women, like what type of music you listen to, mm-hmm. just to get a, a better idea of your personality. Because mm-hmm. that says a lot. Yeah, like you, you're not gonna tell me everything immediately, but I'm always trying to figure out. Like if I if I care about you, I'm trying to figure out. Like, all right, who are you? 
what do I like about you? How do we connect? So that was very important. Um, next, of course, those woman and motherly qualities. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know me, I like to eat. So, <laughs> bro, can Here you go. cook? That's that's vital. Question: Can you cook? Duh, I hold it down. Okay, okay, because there's there's just a lot of that. There's a lot of guys. Oh who not. Are, hey, I hold like it's not a one sided thing. That that okay. I do a lot of stuff, but I'm I cook even if if it come down to that's it. necessary to to offer. Yeah, that. And, and it ain't just breakfast. <laughs> I'm hitting the dinner, and I'm definitely doing the desserts. So that's, that's real. That is real. But yeah, I need to know like if we if this is that type of relationship where we're going to these levels. Mm-hmm. Can you cook? How are you with kids? Mm-hmm. Do you like kids? How are you taking care of yourself? Mm-hmm. How do you interact with other women around your age? How do you interact with older women? Like those, those are essential. It's funny because again, a lot of people don't ask those questions. They don't look for that. And then you have like, like just speaking speaking specifically about guys because a lot of a lot of times it's the guy that takes initiative to start something Mm -hmm. they don't look for any of that and then they're the same ones on facebook cussing out their baby mamas because she is nothing that he wanted but he never expressed what he wanted he didn't even look deeply enough because i feel like all of that like you 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 spend five years on and off even on and off with somebody you have kids with them and you start cussing them out the stuff you're cussing them out about is not it didn't just pop up out of nowhere these are the red flags that you ignored first day these are the things that you didn't look for first day there's a reason she's your baby mother and not your wife yeah so that's it it's it's scary though like even it was crazy my brother he opened my eyes he and he's and he's in his 40s and he's like women aren't cooking no more and I'm I'm like I'm scared <laughs> I'm like dang and he lived down south so it's just like yo what is going on in this world what happened that's crazy so yeah like that, that that stuff is important but you know what happened with that women aren't cooking anymore because women are forced to be doing everything else that the right. men that they're choosing because not not taking away the accountability aspect right, the men right. that they're choosing aren't doing the things that you know that they want the men that they're choosing to do yeah. and so then they start taking on the role of the man that they they you know fail to choose correctly mm-hmm. and so they don't have times to do they don't have time anymore to do the things that they want yeah, to do that's like the thing. you know the career woman and yeah. all that yeah. and it's not to say that there aren't women who choose that career path because that's better suited for them because there are those women too like oh do beyonce cook like doubt no, it who knows <laughs> doubt it who knows so like it's like a, a lifestyle choice in some in some moments but then in other moments, there are women who don't have the time to be who they want to be. Like, a, I, I, I know that there are a lot of women who, if they had that, you know, that strong backbone of the family type of husband who, you know, was financially sound and they didn't have to work, they would choose to not work. They would choose to be mm-hmm. a stay-at-home mom. And it's not that they aren't capable of anything else. I, th- I even thought about it like, oh, but I do that. I would. I would still be doing my own thing from home, yeah, like I'm not mad at it. launching businesses and whatever else. Yeah. But I, if I had the option to not go out and be at, in a job that I don't want to be at anyway, with or without a man, I don't want to be at a job. Right. So I would definitely take that option, but you know, and to to play that role. But again, it comes down to 
you know, and I, <laughs> I used to hear like jokes made at my expense from guy friends when it's just like oh don't hold the door open for her she's independent <laughs> like that which again it's a joke but yeah, yeah, yeah. it stems from something like I didn't have the kind of father that looked out for me and my sister or my mother in that kind of way right. my brother's not like that and that's a that's a climate too like mm-hmm. um, a lot of the single mother um the women that come from single mothers, like they, they get taught that independence mm-hmm. more, and then that reflects later on in relationships of being, you know, sometimes maybe too independent. Like, mm-hmm. which is it, that's a whole another subject because it's like you know, dudes with egos. They yes, can't. and that's what it is. So it's almost like you have nobody in your life to look out for you in that way, but you're supposed to just leave yourself to the elements and be that damsel in distress all the time, rather than stepping up for your own self-preservation right. and learning the things and taking on that independence because it it's required. Like right. you, you need to survive right. because that stuff doesn't just go away when, you know, you ha- like the man comes in the picture. Even if he's everything, he can be everything you want him to be and you'll still have that I can do it for myself element to you and it's not against him. It's just who you had to be for yourself before he came in the picture. Right, right. So then there needs to be a process where you're allowed to not even unlearn it because I feel, okay, let's say you're you're in a marriage where this man wants to do everything for you. You unlearn that. Let's say something happens to him. Let's say he dies. Mm-hmm. You have to go back to that. Right. So I don't think it's something that needs to be unlearned. I think it needs to just be learned differently like okay I can do this for myself but he's here he's willing to do this I'm not expecting this of him he's taking on that role so let me coach myself on when to fall back and let him be what he wants to be and who he's capable of being just turn the volume down a little bit but then also him being patient and knowing that it's not something that can just go away like that or be turned down like that it has to be practiced and so again communication and comprehension and patience there you go patience Ain't no yeah. accident. <laughs> um, what else did I have? Um, did I say anything about being objective? Mm-mm. Yeah, we women, we gonna need you to be a little bit objective. Break that down. Make, objective. make some make some decisions without your feelings. Take your feelings out the equation. Ooh, okay, that's one. <laughs> take um take more accountability. You know where you messed up at. Cause we'll do. I, I know I'm gonna do. I'm gonna definitely take accountability, but. I just know that you're not always going to be right. I get it. Happy wife, happy life. Okay, yeah, that. But, like, come on, man. We got to we gotta find some middle ground in there somewhere. Discipline is definitely necessary. Absolutely. Knowing when to fall back, knowing when to... Knowing when to... There's something that I heard, um, again, Stephen Furtick. He's just, like... He's, he just, he's one of the best to ever do it. Like, I'm... Yeah. yeah he's a dope just mm-hmm. super dope he said something in one of his sermons about one day he was like snapping at his wife mm-hmm. and he was like he you know threw it out there it's not to it's not to excuse you know me getting mad at her and yelling at her but she realized <clears throat> like they were talking about bills so she realized that he wasn't he like it wasn't a war between the two of them it was something he was dealing with and she realized that it was fear. It wasn't, you know, he wasn't actually mad at her. He was afraid of not being able to handle the bills, which he felt like was his responsibility. Mm -hmm. And so her realizing that she was able to, instead of snapping back at him and arguing with him, 
to let him come down from that and help him come down from that so they could tackle it together right. and that was the that was one of the most inspiring things i ever heard mm-hmm. like from from and this is coming from me where i always had that super defensive you know like you're not gonna talk to me crazy All i right. still have that so for me to be inspired by this woman who she had every right to you know but for her to again it goes back to being one you can snap back at him but what is that gonna get you because it's it's just as much as it would have hurt you for him to snap at you initially you're hurting him back by snapping back at him and that's taking away from you so if you can see a way to diffuse the situation instead of trying to be right in the moment work it out you know address it from that place of understanding and grace rather than you know just trying to be right in the attitude and stuff like that and that was inspiring for me because I've never seen an example of that. Right. Like I've never seen the example of a real marriage of what it should be like. Even the better marriages, the long lasting marriages that seemed good, there was still that element of a woman not feeling fulfilled because, you know, she kind of just acquiesced to everything her husband wanted. Mm-hmm. And there was some kind of imbalance to it. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, even the better relationships that I've seen, they were still weren't. It's not something that I can look up to because Mm -hmm. they didn't have the elements that I needed them to have. So seeing that, like having that illustrated in that way, I'm just like, okay, taking notes. (laughs) We not wrong all the time. So, I mean, I just feel like, (laughs) and me generally, that's like how I live my life is like, all right, we could argue, whatever, but is the problem solved? Like, let's mm-hmm. solve the problem first. Whatever you want to do after that, that is cool. But we gotta, <laughs> we gotta get it done. Like a, a simple example: somebody done got shot. Are we gonna argue at who gonna take them to the hospital, or are we gonna get mm-hmm. them to the hospital? Like, let's. Yep. It's a bigger problem, and it's always like an underlying thing with arguments. Like they're not attacks against the other yeah. person. It's just what we gotta look deeper. What's the real problem here? And you have to care enough about addressing the real problem rather than just being right. And that's something that I realized that I had an issue with was <laughs> I needed to be right. Right. And it wasn't it wasn't against anybody else. It was just for me because mm-hmm. again, that family structure where I was always the black sheep and I did I could do something wrong and instead of, oh, you did this wrong, I was made to feel wrong as a person. Right. So everything, friendships, school, work, it's like, address what's wrong cool i'm okay with being wrong in that capacity because i know i'm not perfect but when you want to address me as if i'm wrong rather than address what i did or said wrong Mm. that's when it's problematic for me and realizing that i like anytime i ever snapped at somebody that was why but then i had to go and unpack that and realize Mm -hmm. that it's not like it has nothing to do with them this stems from my family like being a like having been that child that didn't have a voice and so now i'm this adult that found my voice and it's like oh you're gonna hear me (laughs) but then coming down from that is like you know going from one extreme to the next before i find my place in the middle and now i'm at that middle where it's just like i could tell you about yourself right now but it won't be productive man i'm good let's leave it alone (laughs) (laughs) jesus done came and did some work Uh, thank you god Um, and then my last one, I'm gonna leave it at this. Um, I need, I need you to have some, some common sense, some intellect, like oh just <laughs> what am I going to learn from you? Cause I, I'm, I'm attracted to wit too. So like, I like to, you know, have witty conversations and make witty comments, things like that. So it's like, I need you to get what I'm throwing. 
Okay. Yeah. That can we can we please have some examples? Because like I mean I could say some, but I, I want to hear if you have any first. Because oh no, nah, you go ahead. I'm, I'm I'm just throwing it out there. I I understand that so thoroughly, and it's not a gender roles type of thing. It's not at all because again, it takes two. You know that 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 witty that you know that that those kind of conversations don't happen with one person. Mm-hmm. Like you can be talking to somebody, and if they don't get it, it stops right there at the first comment. But like, and not even like I feel like I feel like wit is a luxury. Having yeah. those conversations, like it's a luxury. Mm-hmm. But there's something behind that that I feel like. It's it's a necessity. The it's the communication, the level of communication. It's almost another language. It is. It very much is. And I feel like there's a <laughs> there's a lot of situations where like I've had personal situations where I would have a conversation with somebody and everything goes over their head, like every other <laughs> like and I've like I've been like like learning is a thing that never never stops for me never. like I'm always learning something I'm always looking to learn something from someone or teach myself something or teach myself based on what people around me are doing like in any way possible so I like I build up these responses in a way to certain things and then to have everything I say go <laughs> and this is not even just text text communication that kind of you know yeah, like yeah, yeah. nuance gets lost in text it's face to face it's on the phone and it's just like you don't get anything that i say this is stuff that's important to me because this Mm -hmm. is coming from all the nerdy stuff that i've been into my entire life like you know reading dictionaries and watching like medieval films and you know like i remember i had an argument with this guy once and i'm not like i don't like arguing Mm-hmm. Like I like proving, I like proving a point, but I don't like arguing like mm-hmm. that. Like I can't prove my point if we're both yelling. Right. And this was where my distaste for arguing came from. But it boiled down to me not wanting to even have certain kind of conversations. So I was having a conversation with this guy that I used to talk to a long time ago. And he just kept saying the same things that I kept saying that I wasn't agreeing with. <laughs> and so to diffuse it, but to also like prove my point, I started talking in like an old English dialect, he was so pissed. (laughs) (laughs) So essentially I won the argument, but stuff like that, it's just like- You won. And he was pissed off because he didn't understand it. Mm -hmm. He like, he didn't enjoy the the medieval like films like I did and so old English dialect, it was just like, what are you doing? Stop that. Whereas if it was somebody that actually got it and understood, like, you know, like liked it too, it would have been like, haha but stop being annoying let's finish this conversation (laughs) but and they would have understood it in some way like got the point of it and so it's just like you know that 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 desire to communicate in whatever way like even if it's banter you know like it's again even though it might be a luxury it's still something that if that's who you are like me and my, me and my sister like this is all we do mm-hmm. whether it's through text and we've spent so much time together that it's like even through text she like she'll tell me what voice i was using right. and vice versa so like having that and it's it's like i'm so used to it now because she understands and vice versa that it's just like yo i can't do without this right. <laughs> like i need and somebody need who understands this, this because, consistently because it's such a it's such a major part like i'm super nerdy like right. like i love being able to read a book 
you know, by whoever, like if it's somebody that I know of and being able to hear their voice. And that's what I want from like a relationship hearing like somebody reading a text or, you know, like, let's say random there's a there's a bunch of people in a room and everybody wrote down something that they they say or that they wanted to say and then you pick something out of a hat and that's your person right. your person wrote that but you wouldn't know unless you read it and then you read it in their voice and you knew that was your person because that connection and that communication right. that understanding is there like obviously that's like a you know far cry of an example but that kind of knowing yes and you only get there you only get there with time right but there has to be the interest because me, I'm naturally like inquisitive and curious. Mm-hmm. So like, all right, we, so I'm in my 30s. So we don't been on this earth. And just for reference, like I'm only really looking for women. Like I have a five year window. So it's like less than five years or older than me by five years. So mm-hmm. we've been on this earth for 30, 25 plus 30 some years. What you got to tell me that I haven't seen yet? That's yes. all I'm looking for. Yes. Uh, there's not enough of that. And granted, there are there's like maybe like a handful of people like that in this state. But then in another state there's another handful okay. and you know, stuff like that. So like not not just it's not just you know, one thing. Because mm-hmm. if, if if it was one trait, it would be more than a handful. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about all the different traits and, and qualifications and requirements combined. Mm-hmm. There's about a handful in each state. And so it's almost strange for me, like, which is another reason why, like, I don't plan on being in Connecticut forever. Right. And it's a strange concept for me. Most that of us don't. <laughs> so it's, it's a strange concept for me that people actively search you know, people who have their specifications and are aware of themselves enough to know what they want, right. that they search in the same place or, oh. you know, the place they were born or the place that they lived for a long time. Like, mm-hmm. there's a good chance that your person is not in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Or are they not at that same club you done been going to for the past five years? <laughs> or that's that same networking group that you've been going to after work for the past not three years. There. Stop looking in the same groups. Try something else, man. It. Try something not else. Find it. All right. And you know, like not aspiring to actually find them, but you know, wanting it to be convenient. That will literally make you settle for someone who has maybe four out of ten qualifications and I think life is life is too short and long for that yeah you can (laughs) for settling but life's too mm -hmm. short to settle because you you know at the end of your life it's gonna be like damn but then life is too long to be with that person that's not not what you want them it's not not even to say not what you want them to be because you can't change who they are but they're not the person you want you right. settle for them so you can't try to change them into what you want them to be exactly. so you're living this potentially long life with this person that's not and like think about it like um, imagine if there's like say there's like a blind person that comes up to you and asks you what does love look like mm. what you gonna tell them mm. I don't even I, to be honest I, I, I still can't answer that yeah but I the just, people that settle that's dangerous because yeah. they only have a limited perspective yes yeah. And, and I think that's why I couldn't answer that because I have that limited perspective and I'm right. aware of that. Like, all I know is that, like, the, the love that I aspire to, it's, like, it, it it's without fear. Mm-hmm. Like, all the other details, I don't know yet. That's the foundation. 
Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, I'm hopefully I did a a decent job respecting <laughs> and being the, per, the the male representative in this uh, situation. Good. And I hope the you know the lesser the lesser men that we discussed. I hope like if they're listening, they they can learn something from this because I don't see lesser as a. a you know, it's not definite. Like, yeah. there's always a capacity to grow. Of course. And you don't have to become some Oxford scholar slash bodybuilder slash, and you right. know, you know what they they claim women want that they want uh, somebody that's sweet and soft, but also masculine and can punch holes in walls. It's nah, not always that. I'm trying to figure out what women want to. Oh, we're gonna get to that next time. <laughs> next, but yeah, man, life episode, life is about talk all about that, <laughs> right? Like, like I always say, life is about progression. Mm-hmm. So, so you just gotta, especially if you if you find yourself like shooting your shot at women who are better than you. And it's, I don't I don't say that I don't like I I say that fully aware of what I'm saying right. because a lot of men they do look for women who are better than them. Some men look for women who are better than them, knowing that they have every desire to match them and Mm -hmm. to rise up to that. And then some men are just looking for someone to leech off of. Hey, man. Hey, lesser men. I was there at some point. (laughs) I have grown out of that and you can too. There is hope. (laughs) There is hope. We can all be better. And honestly, for me, it's not shade. It's not shade to men who aren't up to par because I feel like there are women who aren't on a certain level that could potentially link with these men if they wanted to be better and they could grow together like just because it's not my standard doesn't mean that there's I feel like there's somebody for everybody but that doesn't mean to stay where you are everybody should want to grow at least we hope there's someone for everybody no there's Anyway, that's all we have for you today. Until next time. Oh, matter of fact, I oh, did want to say. P.S. <laughs> just, no, nah, just in general for the podcast. Ironically, I don't really like Tuesdays for some Sun reason. Like, I feel like that's like the seventh of the seventh day of the week. Like, mm. it ain't all that. Tuesdays. Here's the breakdown. Mondays. Uh Monday is cool. Uh, Mondays. Yeah, uh, Mondays. Wednesdays. There's that pressure to, like, you know, build up the rest of the year week to be better than... Wednesdays is fire. Thursdays through Saturday, for me, has always been that pressure point, like the weekend's coming yeah. and I've always been super washed homebody so all like anybody that I wanted to connect with they mm. were always doing some you know some hot boy hot girl crap where it's just like okay so I'm gonna just be home and I'm, I'm gonna do homework I'm gonna read <laughs> but <laughs> I mean it's here. like it's like a vibe though so it's like like you feel the energy of the day like Monday oh, now I do yeah, yeah. but like, before the energy that, that I kind of associate with Tuesdays it's like that low pressure day it's like it's not Monday but it doesn't have that same pressure to be as great as Wednesday through Sunday is supposed to be. So it's just like, it's a chill day. Tuesday is like the stepchild. Like Tuesday is like being able to sit at home in your pajamas all day and eat good food and not have any responsibilities. That's the energy of Tuesday for me. Not to say that's what I do on Tuesdays. Yeah. That's just how it feels like. Zero pressure. All right. Well. So you're going to have to rethink your approach of not liking Tuesdays. Besides, I was born on a Tuesday. And it is the it. most epic day of the week. <laughs> Tuesdays, the Tuesdays feel like, 
hot chocolate and footy pajamas on my day. Highly debatable. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyways, that is all we have for you today. Until next time, peace. a glimpse into a new perspective thanks for listening until next time be love and be loved <laughs>